only a few days into December and even the most bare humbug of people can't complain that it's too early to talk about Christmas lockdown. But the chances of zero restrictions were always as likely as Leo Varadkar becoming popular again. No sooner was bad Santa Tony Houlihan writing his now annual letter of scolding a naughty nation than the Thornister was distancing himself from the decisions he was about to make in Cabinet. Well, I'm sceptical of the need for further restrictions, because that's totes uncool. And if the government, whoever that may be, does decide to clothesline the hospitality industry again with a lucky dip of new random rules, that's nothing to do with me. Now, head over to Twitter to watch me demo how to do an antigen test in a totes relatable and human-like fashion. Elsewhere, a mere 21 months into the pandemic, the new rules for airport arrivals were just as batty as you'd expect at this stage. Here's Transport Minister and Forrest Gump impersonator Eamon Ryan. Everyone coming to Ireland will have to have a negative PCR test before entering the state by today. What? We've changed it to Sunday? Did we? Who decided that? Was it me? Nobody knows. God, we're really bad at this. Anyway, get a PCR test before you come to the country, because you've zero hope of getting one after you arrive. Let's be honest. Has anyone seen my mittens? And yes, you've more chance of getting a PlayStation 5 than a PCR swab this December. But with rocketing rates of infections in very safe schools, naturally Neffet's focus is on clamping down on bars and restaurants. The real question is, are our 5 to 11 year olds going to too many brunches, pranks and tasting menus? Can the craze of senior infants doing the 12 pubs be stopped? Don't look at me. Those last few sentences make more sense than anything Neffet has said for months. We stopped testing and facing in school so we can't see exactly how bad it is. <laughs> Imagine if people knew just how riddled the bun skull and aware. And thank God our genome sequencing is as slow as an investigation into a minister's leak or we'd have found far more Omicron gremlins ages ago. <laughs> We're not recording this are we? Meanwhile Housing Minister Dara O'Brien is putting his new rent cap legislation through the doll though the only cap that will emerge is likely to be one made of solid gold for landlords because a loophole means some landlords can actually increase their rent by nearly 6%. Here's the loop-de-loop himself. I carefully writ this bill I did. Now, I did leave it in my coat and bundled it into the back of the car and then closed the door on it with the pocket part hanging out, splashing through the puddles on the way back to Malliar Hyde. But I did dry it out by stamping it on it for an hour. And you could nearly read most of it afterwards, because Dara gets it done. However, the housing crisis is hardly noticeable amid the COVID crisis, which is just about masking over the general health crisis we don't have time to talk about anymore in between rows about pantos. The only certainty is that after the hames they made of last-minute mandatory masks for third classes and up, when more restrictions come, they'll come with no warning, no reasoning, and as botched as is a pony crony at a My Little Pony show. Michal Lahan, can someone get Simon Coveney to delete the last two years of our lives, please, at the eternal RTE News Acalypse. Hello and welcome to my new show about homes. My bungalow bliss bursting with bubbling alliteration as always. I'm going to drag these bog-standard eyesores into the 21st century and present their new owners with memorable modern homes and a huge bill. Hi, how are you? Hello. Yeah. 
Tell yes. me about your home. Yeah, we bought this hellhole in the west because we couldn't afford the hellholes for sale in Dublin. So we do have a budget of over two hundred thousand yeah. euro though to do up the house that's already yeah. livable. So we should two hundred uh, grand. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible teensy budget for a bungalow, Lulu bungalow. Um, <laughs> okay, do you need to lie down or anything? Are you, Are you all right? Or? I would have rolled around on the floor laughing, only there was no open floor to rufflecopter on. It was such a dreadful home, I had to remove my enormous spectacles so as not to offend them. Fabulous. This Look at the kitch, yeah. cack kitchen, which was a veritable <gasps> mammy museum. Yeah. Full of love and lino. So that'll be the first thing into the skip. What? Yeah, well, it's full of old stories. Like, you can see the notches where the children's height was recorded over the years. So charming. That'll be next going into the fire pit. Leave me to it. There's no doubt this is a prickly problem project which I will now... And so now, Dermot gets to work, Uh, miscalculating and doing things the owners absolutely despise and oppose. Sorry, this is not room to improve. Are you sure? Isn't this a show about a famous architect doing up homes? Well, yes, but it's totally different. Very I certainly agree with you. Too different. Look at all the stuff people use on a daily basis here. Amanda, what are you doing here? This isn't... This has to be knocked down and ground to dust. No, this isn't home of the year. I give it a seven. Amanda and Hugh are arguing, and that makes good TV. Stop that at once. This is a different show. But who can really tell? This feels like home of the year. A devastating, cruel judgment on a place where people have to live for the rest of their lives. Or put up for sale immediately after winning the season. No, you get out of the great house revolt. I mean, my bungalow bliss. This is Dear, oh dear, it seems Dermot isn't happy. He appears to have lost all his hair. I want to say I don't like bungalows. Many of them have cushions and roofs. This show is totally unlike all the other property shows. I don't wear my primary coloured jumpers around my shoulder in this one. Jumpers are like kitchen islands for the upper body. Will Dermot finish the house on time? It doesn't matter. He'll still be here at the end, drinking the couple's Prosecco, looking all pleased with himself. Dear Oh dear. Which judge will you retain for the next season? Sorry, what? Okay, I admit it. We do the same show over and over again. And this one is so ropey, I give it a seven. And we never go lower than a seven. Also, Paul Brady's song, The Island, should be banned. Oh, yeah, I love NYC. They've cars big as bars. They've got rivers of gold. (laughs) Well, first of all, my American reporter friends, yesterday I had constructive girl boss talks in Washington. And most importantly, I got loads of selfies with all the celeb senators. (laughs) Chuck Schumer, eat your heart out. What was your agenda in New York City, Mrs. McDonald? Oh, please, just call me Madam President of Sinn Féin. Well, I address the New York bar, and I don't mean some dive the usual shinners have to go to to watch the wolf tones roaring about the 70s unpleasantness. This was proper swish. It was just as if I was in suits, honestly. Right, like Meghan Markle. Oh, well, um, not... uh, (laughs) Let's just say all that mahogany is really becoming of me. Hashtag the people's Taoiseach. Mary Lou, Brian O'Donovan, RT News. Ugh, don't you hate it when you bump into someone from home when you're living your best Carrie Bradshaw life abroad? If I may. What humdrum reality are you bringing me crashing down to, Brian? The new COVID restrictions been recommended back home. Do you agree with the government's approach? Uh, Wow, are they 
still talking about COVID in Ireland? Well, I just want to say, Brian, that I think the messaging has been very poor from the government, yes. and we all need clarity rather than last-minute nonsense, all right? Yes, but what if you were Taoiseach? Uh, Would you be reducing concerts by half well, and restricting hospitality as recommended by Neffert? All of this sounds like Groundhog Day, so it's best that I default to where I was a few months ago right. and not quite give a view on what I'd do, <laughs> but rather give studs in on the mangled communications, <laughs> messaging, clarity, so on so right. forth. But can I ask you... Now, the... enough of this. Look, Bloomingdale's uh, awaits, uh, and I'm going to the M&M store to make tricolours out of the chocolate peanuts. Mm. <laughs> Mwah. Right. Bye. 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 Fall Joe Rashkel, Charity of the Hair in our Spin FM. It's time for the top five government U-turns of the year. Straight in at number five, it's a Simon Coveney and his disappearing text messages. Uh, initially, I said I'd delete him to save memory, but people didn't really believe me, so I deleted that excuse and said it was to do with hacking instead. It was total air that Novany got in all that trouble for deleting text, which is basically the opposite of leaking. <laughs> at number four, it's the Neffet slash government's Schools Are Safe campaign, followed by a Norman knee-jerk Foley U-turn that pulled the wool over everyone's eyes by pulling a mask onto a nine-year-old's face. We have a job of work to do to explain that it's still illegal to miss school, but perfectly legal for the department to prevent you going to school if you don't have your mask plug air to eye. And at number three, it's the extra bank holiday that was there one minute, gone the next. This one is less a U-turn and more like a group of boy racers in their Honda Civics doing donuts in the Tesco car park. And I would know, because 25% of our millennial core demographic drive Honda Civics in Tesco car parks. Number two, it's the double nightclub U-turn. It's Marty party time. The nightclubs are back open. So dust down those sequins and hit the dusty dance floor because airlines are just open a week now, but you'll need a COVID pass and a ticket purchased online. Sure, it's only a checkpoint. And many of the time, I pulled to the checkpoint. How are you about that? I can gather? tell you the mood's gone blue and not in the way that Marty likes because nightclubs are now out in the cold at midnight. A mere fortnight after reopening, they're reclosing, which is a very sad indictment of the state of Marty Park. And the number one of our top five government U-turns, antigen subsidies. So, so what actually happened there is I used my Harvard business degree to solutionize the dilemma in a way nobody expected by reading the latest Lidl and Aldi catalogs. Once I saw those antigen test prices, I knew the Donmeister has done it again. Ireland's number one cock up U-turn. Straight in at number one. So cool. Cheers. Welcome to Dublin Airport. <sighs> Finally, we get to enjoy the sights and sounds of this Dublin city. Wunderbar. Please be aware you will need a negative PCR or antigen test to enter Ireland. Was is this? The following groups are exempt from testing requirements. Ah, maybe they will say Germans. The Munster Rugby Team. Nein. Vulture Funds. What? The Illuminati. Sorry? Data Centres. Ah. Anyone off the telly. Anyone with enough yank money, 
the winners of the National Lotto jackpot. This is crazy. Hello, you there? Yeah. Where can my husband and I find a free antigen test? <laughs> free? Yes. You're yes, a long way from home, lads. What? You have to go to the little day they were healthcare now. What is going on here? Let us get to the city. Surely they have a tram or a train that will bring us there. Attention. The 6pm Dublin Metro to the city centre is delayed oh. by 37 years. Thank you. My God, we will have to get the bus. Where can we get the express bus? The express doesn't exist anymore, missus. You'll have to get the number 16 into town. Can we use our credit cards? Look, this isn't Silicon Valley, love. You'll need exact change or a leap card that glitches until you smash it against the thing five times. How will we know when to get off of the city centre? You can't, missus. Just jump off when all the buildings are hotels. Enjoy. Stay strange, people. I wonder why nobody else wants to sit upstairs except that man smoking the tinfoil cigarette. Why look at <gasps> Ah, look at all the hotels. This must be the city center. Let us get off here very quickly. Oh, no need to thank me or anything. Pardon? Who would thank a bus driver? Let us get inside. Good evening and welcome to the definite article boutique hotel. <sighs> Hello, we have booked it for the weekend. Okay, just have a look here. Just uh, logging out of Facebook and it seems you've booked just one night. Impossible, we paid 600 euro. <gasps> What could you possibly be typing? Yeah, that is our nightly rate. And I see you're booked into a new breakfast O'Connell Street late night fights facing room. Nine, this must be some mistake. I've given you all the money. Just a second, sir. What are you typing this time? Just finishing off an angry letter to HR about that so-and-so in the bar. Right, that's it. We are leaving this pox of Und City. Auf Wiedersehen. Okay, just give me a few minutes to uh, check you out. Stop typing! Update to our travel requirements. All passengers must have a negative PCR result, a negative antigen result, junior cert results, a receipt for a substantial meal, proof of having forwarded that photo of Matt Damon with a super value bag, evidence of having read at least one Ashling novel, a complete cultural understanding of the term thanks pennies. Welcome back. A few minutes reprieve now from the pandemic doom and gloom. Turn off your brain time with Des Cahill. Des, well, sports news we call it. Sure, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, to rugby first and 34 members of the Munster squad and staff made it home this week and are self-isolating. What? While 14 remain in quarantine in South Africa because of the Omicrunch variant. Oh, it's infected even your bulletin. It's probably better for them just to stay in South Africa, you know, for their health because Sorry? our health system is, is banjaxed, isn't it? You're sport, Des. You shouldn't know these things. I mean, you're right, but... Ugh. I'm talking politics. What has this government done to me? Wait, am I an anarchist now? What? Do they have coleslaw and socialism? The people's coleslaw. That could be nice, actually. Like a Chinese house special with four different meats. Chicken, pork, beef and uh, mystery. Can we get back to the sport now? Speaking of meat, Davy Fitzgerald met the Cork Senior Camogie team this week where he's joined the coaching staff. Reports say Davy was able to hide his disappointment at not getting the Galway manager job for up to five whole minutes. It was pretty impressive for him. I'll take your word for it. 
To soccer next, and it remains tight at the top of the Premier League after the midweek games, but uh, I didn't see any of them because they were on Premier Sports, and I'm already shelling out too much for the regular sports package. And we've Netflix and Prime, we just got Disney Plus in as well for the grandchild. It all adds up. Welcome to media capitalism, Des. Well, carry on. Um, the Irish women's team scored a record-breaking victory against Georgia in the World Cup qualifiers. 11-0 was the final score. Wow, I didn't know soccer scores went all the way to 11. Yeah, hmm. and a couple of the goals were spinal tap-ins. <laughs> oh dear. I'd list all the goal scores, but we simply don't have time. Hmm. The highlights package itself runs longer than the tenure of some Premier League managers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the worst hammering Georgia has ever taken that didn't involve Russian tanks. What's made you all political today, Des? Have you been listening to those second Captain Yabos again? Uh, well, uh, hmm. No comment. <laughs> Back to you, Dabo. And fight the power. Sorry. Welcome back to my podcast, The Leo Lens. I'm Leo, and this is my lens. Hello, I'm Simon, and this is my show. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's my show. We talked about this. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, today, the show is sponsored by Leo's Lucky Lotto. What? Sign up to the Finneguel Lottery to help re-elect your fave political party. I thought we had to drop that because we changed the law for non-charity raffles, didn't we? Yeah, we did, but, but you know. Yes. There are loopholes, which are like little escape routes for dodging the spirit of the law. And, and this is all legal, is it? Totes. It's just that you, you know, you're already under investigation for possibly Leo's re- Lucky Lotto operating Leo legally within the law. Block, block, block. Now, we've been getting a lot of questions about the possibility of more COVID restrictions. I want to say uh, well, that... Well, I, I personally don't think it's useful to speculate about the possibility of... Ha, you must be joking. Are you joking? That's basically all you do is speculate on it. Anyway, that brings us neatly to today's guest. Yes, who... my guest is woman of the hour, Helen McAtee. I was introducing the guest. Welcome back to the Simon Standpoint, Helen. It's the Leo Lens. Welcome, Helen. Thank you so much for having me back, Simon. Leo. I just wanted to come on to put to bed all these rumours swirling around that I'm out for Leo's job. Oh, oh great. Um, uh, thanks very much, Minister Helen. So, do you want to block, block, block Leo and be the next leader of the party? Sorry, what? Obviously, I'm a very ambitious person. Is it obvious? I mean, you've barely done anything. With okay, 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 so you do want to be the next leader of the party. Well, I couldn't possibly speculate on that right now. But does Leo have your full support? Yeah. <clears throat> Helen? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I'm sorry. What was that, Helen? I couldn't really hear. <laughs> okay, I have to run. What? I'm run off my feet being an amazing hashtag role model to women uh, everywhere. Sorry, Helen. Um, <laughs> she's one to watch. The first Justice Minister in years not to be mired in disasters, mainly because she just seems to melt into the wallpaper. <laughs> a completely untested minister. That's right. OMG, she's a shoe-in to accidentally become Taoiseach like the rest of us did. <laughs> I'm afraid that's all we've time for on this Simon sermon. It's the Leo Lens. Next week we'll be talking to some high-profile members of Young for the Quail who feel they were wrongly uh, injured. No, we certainly won't. Block, block, block. Hey, that's my line. No, just stop it, Harris. That's right. All right, welcome back. Sex and the City returns the new spin-off series. We know it's the seminal series for a generation of women, but I couldn't help but wonder, what do men make of it? <laughs> Join me to discuss is quiet Tommy Tiernan. Yes. And low Tommy Tiernan, yeah. It's wonderful to be here, Brendan, to discuss a show that is occasionally problematic, but often sublime, do you know? Do you agree with me, loud Tommy? 
and full of riding, <laughs> Mr. Big. Yes. Up your bye, yahoo! <laughs> and also, Francis Brennan. Sex in the City. Your researcher told me I was here to talk about all the fantastic things you could do with vinegar. <laughs> so, lads, are you like fans of the show? Well, it was like a, a liberating rite of passage, really. Right. Front passages! It was full of ones talking about their unmentionables while throwing fluorescent cocktails into themselves like the women's Jackson Diamonds disco in Navin. Yeah. <laughs> and Francis? Oh, I should have to cover my eyes while watching most of it. Woo! Yeah, because of all the filth? Not even. I just couldn't stand to see sheets treated in that way. All that rolling around doing God knows what. Destroying the bed linen. <laughs> well, is there anything you like about it? Oh, yes. Carrie's clothes. She's like me, not afraid of a bit of fluff and glitter. You go, girl. And there's always this question, isn't there? Which Sex in the City character are you? Well, I see myself as a, a Charlotte, I suppose. Like, romantic, optimistic. Always looking for the good. Yeah. Do you know? Quiet Tommy, are are you crying or I am, yeah. Well yes, it's I making am. me uncomfortable, so please stop. Sorry. Low sorry. Tommy? <laughs> I'm a Samantha riding till my eyes roll in the back of my head, making the lady scream, Lady Smith Black Mambato at the top of their lungs. <laughs> right, yeah. Now I'd be a Miranda. Should we basically have the same haircut? Although she could have an awful puss in her sometimes. Yes. Like your one in the news when she has to work on a Friday night. <laughs> I'll be yeah. I suppose I'm a carry in that we both get by pretty well on writing just one column a week and it doesn't even contain any opinions anymore because I work here too. Anyway, thanks lads. Thank you. Thank you, Brent. Right on, you beautiful Samantha's. Christy Moore, you're self Is the show over? I never got to do my vinegar tips. Oh, every time. The rise of Now, Aoife, Orla, and Shifra are the liberal ladies. Hello. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hello. Halloween's over, Shifra babes. You can take down the cobwebs. What? Oh, no. I had to let my cleaner go. Visa issues. Your credit card was declined. Ooh. Are you poor now? No. (laughs) Oh, nothing as bad as that. I mean, she got deported. Ugh. You. Orla, please. Wait, are you sick, hon? You look sick. I'm just trying this thing where I use the appropriate foundation for my skin tone. You may not be used to what that looks like. Oh, I think it's your retro energy fascist lighting. Right. Helen Turkington has a discount section now. Come on, girls. Tis the season. What are we doing for prezzies? I spotted a gorge calfskin tote in Louise Kennedy. I'd be happy with that. Well, it is the time to help the less fortunate. I don't think Louise Kennedy is struggling. I meant Aoife. Are you joking? It's so hard to tell. So we can strike more Botox off the list. I really don't want anything much. Yeah. I have most things already. And I'm not picky. As long as it's ethical, sustainable, locally sourced, glacier conscious, diverse, inclusionary, gluten respectful and gender safe space orientated. Honestly, I'd be happy if you just sent a goat in my name to Africa. Fly a goat to Africa? What about the carbon hoof print? Guys! Do the ghosts get a say? Um, or are they just non-consenting props in your Eurocentric feminist display of slacktivism? Uh, let's just say something handmade from a local artisan girl boss business. Like a Louise Kennedy calfskin tote? Yes. So... Right! <laughs> right. Hmm. Um, hmm. Are you 
I'm going to be okay spending it all alone, Shifra. Are you kidding? I get to have bubbles for breakfast and watch old movies all day. You are so brave for saying so. Well, enjoy. You too. Enjoy queuing and toy shopping. We will. Enjoy eating a whole box of roses alone, Oh, I will. Enjoy being woken at 5am by your kids. Enjoy Christmas Day Tinder, the day all the best guys are online and very drunk. Loving life. Single life. Yay! Enjoy the problematic old movies. <laughs> Hanging up now. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Sup, dude. Yeah. Just opened the window of my Neffet advent calendar. Ah, uh, yes. Mine had a picture of a masked man saying, we haven't gone away, you know, in terms of... Oh, just a heads up, I'll be distancing myself from all the restrictions we'll be implementing and then vanishing for a bit afterwards. What? Again. And I'll have to do all the bad news stuff as usual. The warnings, maintaining restrictions. We can't lift them, so don't shift them. <laughs> and you go around making false promises and announcing the doll that Santi can still come. I wanted to do that. Come on. You could do it next year, just before you step down into oblivion. It's called Caught McSherry. Ada, you're right. I should enjoy the power I have while I still have it. Yeah. The power to read a letter of instructions from Tony Hullen <sighs> and take all the flack for the fallout when it makes everyone mad and sad. I know. And the cases are stabilising here while every other country in Europe is getting on with life. Inevitable so that we're still running around screaming at each other and refreshing the page with the latest COVID stats every hour. <sighs> Remember when Orti had Paul Cores and health reporters and stuff? Yeah. I think they just have 175 COVID correspondents now. It doesn't make sense. For weeks, school kids have been the ones with the most COVID cases, like, in terms of... Doesn't matter. Neffet are obsessed with restaurants and the opening hours of anywhere having fun. I don't know what to be more surprised about. That schools aren't safe after all, or that so many 5 to 11-year-old children seem to spend all their spare time in restaurants and bars and nightclubs. Look, we just have to keep doing our job. Sowing enough confusion so that no one knows who's really in charge and therefore who's to blame for the shambles. Yeah, yeah. Would you like some mulled matcha tea, by the way? You're pushing the boat out a bit early, aren't you? Well, I'm celebrating the getting Fianna Fáil recognised uh, as a charity. I thought Friends of the Elderly and Alone were already catering to that demographic. Ah. <laughs> Lols of the summer wine. Uh, look, we have to bend the rules a little bit to raise much-needed funds. Otherwise, we'd have to dip into our own personal millions. Kudos, dude. <laughs> we had to spread ours into 20 different draws to get around the law. <laughs> Your way of making a mockery of the new legislation was way more efficient than ours. Uh, should the shinners or not? hosting golf events in America they're charging faster towards the centre right than Joan Burton over a job bridge <laughs> now double checking the new restrictions it's basically keep calm but only have half the fun you are having if we can take all the pleasure out of Christmas the better only parents should go to Pantos and no more than three households visiting the house for dinner well our housing policy already encourages three generations to live in the one house look at it, it's a random smorgasbord of aimless fluky new rules to make everything feel sort of normal but a bit more miserable like Normal, but a bit more miserable. That's right. Oh, look, that's what today's Neffet Advent calendar says. Adam, but they're enough to show them leggings. Amazeballs. Fight the power. What? Huh?